everyone, this is Alex Malik for the IBC Amina podcast. We are talking Amina Com, and today I have a special treat for you. I am joined not by one person, but by three people, and we are talking something which is extra special. We are talking about this subject of listening. So, welcome to the podcast. We have Mike Poundsford, we have Howard Crace, and we also have Kevin Ruck. Welcome, gents. Hi, Thank Alex. You. So can we can we hear a little bit about yourself? Let's start with uh, Howard. Yeah, sure. Um, so um, so I think uh, having listened to most of your podcasts so far, which has been really good listening actually, and I'm, I'm excited to come to uh, hear some of these uh, presentations. But you know, I've been in communications for a long time, uh, more time than I sort of probably could add up now, and um, been involved. Um, in industry bodies on and off and got back involved with IBC a few years ago and this year, following on from Mike actually, I'm this year's uh, UK chapter president and um, so one of the things that's been really important to me um, is, is this subject of listening and actually came something that really came out of last Eurocom um, and it's something when we did the open space session, uh, I, I sort of just raised this question of, you know, is listening dying in, certainly in the companies that I've been working in, um, I've been in-house for the last 10 years or so, I've spent time in-house and um, in consulting and agency work, but you know, everyone's so busy and uh, doing so much um, to get stuff off their plates these days, uh, being pulled in every direction. Uh, what worries me is that our communicators, communication professionals, really listening these days, internally or externally, to their stakeholders and audiences. And if they're not, that's a big concern. And, uh, you know, so we, we sort of started to think, how can we integrate listening into what IABC are doing in the UK? And we've called this year a sort of a year of listening. And coming out of that, working with Mike and Kevin, um, we thought we could put something together uh, for Immunicom this year. So, yeah, a journey that's taken me through sort of various places, but uh, to this place now where, you know, listening is very much on my agenda. Kevin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself as well? Oh, hi, Alex. Well, yeah, um, so um, I'm Kevin Ruck, and I'm the co-founder of PR Academy, which is best known in the UK for being the leading provider of the Chartered Institute of Public Relations qualification. So I lead the internal communication diploma course, but um, I've been um, working in internal communication for many years. Uh, my uh, in-house experience was at BT, um, but aside from the teaching, I, I'm really interested in research, and um, what I found was when I started doing some research into internal communication, employee voice was one of those topics that uh, was kind of um, discussed, um, but not really given, in, in, in my opinion anyway, as much uh, attention as it probably should be. So listening, I equate to the term employee voice, which is more of an HR term, but I'm talking about the same thing. And I'm interested in the way that um, organizations listen to employees specifically. So um, what I found is that when uh, employee voice is um, done well, it's associated with higher levels of engagement and organizational performance. Um, but I'm also specifically interested in the role of senior managers. So what senior managers do to go and listen to what employees have to say and how they do that in a meaningful way. What we want to do at the workshop is really focus on um, 
what the state of play is, what we really mean by listening to um, stakeholder groups, and how can we develop um, systems and processes uh, for organisations and for practitioners to build in more listening into their strategic communication planning? Because we know um, the, uh, the will is there, people, internal comms people and external comms people want to do more listening, but it tends to get crowded out with um, being overloaded with uh, reactive work, if, if, if you see what I mean. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a look at um, what we mean by effective goods and by the way, it's also ethical practice that we can associate with listening and have a look at how we can um, build that into our comms work. Thank you, Kevin. And we have also Mike Townsend, a man who needs no introduction to many of us in IBC. You're the former president of, uh, of IBC UK. And you've, you've also spoken before at IBC events. You, know, you have focused on listening as part of fundamental skills of communications, Mike. Hi, Alex. Yes, thanks. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I have spoken at different uh, IBC events before, and I'm really looking forward to the session we're going to be doing in February in Bahrain. And, and just sort of reflecting and building upon what Howard and Kevin have both said, I, I, re I think this is a very important subject. I really, when, when Howard started talking about this being the year of listening in the UK, that, that was music to my ears because I think it's something that's incredibly important. I've, I've, I run my own business in the UK and I do a lot of work around helping uh, clients design and run all, uh, conversations to help bring about change. And you can't do that unless you're good at listening um, and getting getting all the voices in the room, as it were. But before that, I was uh, involved a lot in research, and uh, as Kevin is and uh, has been. So I spent the early part of my career doing lots of employee opinion research for various organizations. And, and from, from that time or forwards, I've always thought, you know, getting close to where, what people's, people's views are and, and really trying to understand them is incredibly important. We started this call before we came on air, actually. We started talking about Brexit and some of the problems we've got in the UK at the moment because of Brexit. And I, and I think part of that is because we didn't listen closely enough to people way back. And we, we've ended up in this horrible situation we've got at the moment with lots of confusion and chaos because we weren't good enough at listening to people or the politicians weren't way back. So for me, listening's incredibly important. It's about... Um, not waiting for the other person to stop talking, but it's actually trying to really listen to what it is that they have to say and understanding what they, what they mean. Um, so it's a kind of important personal skill as well as an important skill for organisations. I'm going to be exploring both of those things in Bahrain. Mike, how can you accuse politicians of being bad listeners? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think you have to look very well, far to see the background of that. <laughs> I, I can, yeah, I can uh, see see where you're coming from there. Um, your workshop is is going to be obviously about the skill of listening, but what does that mean to communicators? I think it's three things. First of all, it's understanding another person's or another group of people's point of view, whether that's employees or customers or shareholders or suppliers or whoever it may be, it's actually understanding where they're coming from. I think it's secondly, gaining, 
building insights from that by listening closely to people, understanding their perspective, coming to a better understanding of what it is that you can do to meet people's needs. And thirdly, it's actually about doing something about it. Listening is not just a passive thing. It's actually about taking actions and um, changing things based upon the insights you gain through listening. So I think it's those three things. Howard, I want to turn it up to you because you've announced that your year is, is head of IBC UK's chair is all about listening. Um, what do you think that we can learn as communicators from employing active listening when we engage with stakeholders? Well, I think, I think for um, communicators, um, you know, being good listeners is uh, real, not just something that you, you should be doing anyway. I mean, there's a basic thing which says if you don't understand your audience internally or externally, how can you do your job? I think. Um, but more than that, I think it actually gives you the currency um, to have, you know, we talk a lot around having a seat at the table or what is it that communication professionals bring other than just getting away, you know, getting away from just being the message um, delivery person. So I think listening gives you, as Mike said, gives you insights. It gives you insights not just about how communications are being delivered, but about actually what's real and what's happening in the business. Um, I think it helps you, therefore, to uh, help generally in terms of, you know, there's a lot of change in almost every organization. So how does change get delivered? What works? What doesn't work? How are people feeling about change? Not just general, um, you, you know, sort of big statements that we all sort of trade in, but actual real, um, you know, detailed examples of where change is working or not working and why that's the case. Um, I think that listening means that you can actually, um, uh, you know, sort of carve out a niche for yourself as a, as a, as a sort of a, a contributor, someone who's sitting around a leadership table perhaps, because no one else is doing that. Um, HR perhaps rely a bit on the, uh, on the big staff survey or the, the pulse surveys that, that may be happening, but that's, that's at a very sort of general level, not the granular level that you need. Um, so I think there's, a, there's both an opportunity but, a, but an absolute necessity for communication, communication professionals to be listening and I'm not sure how you can be successful, truly successful and as a communications professional, get out of just being someone who gets messages from A to B. You know, you want to show real, you know, we talk a lot around measurement and, and you know, get away from just having the number of uh, hits and, and, uh, and the time spent on emails and all that sort of thing, which is all fine and, and helpful. But actually, you know, properly looking at outcomes, properly looking at the change that you are causing as a communicator, and I think listening is a is a major ingredient of that. Certainly inside an organisation, but to a great extent outside as well. Um, you know, and I think it's something that um, you know is just in danger at the moment of, of sort of just falling down the margins. And Kevin, you're coming over as well. You know, you focus obviously on education, but you've spent much of your time doing research on the impact of listening in internal comms. What can we take out of your research when it comes to employing listening for employee engagement? Well, Alex, I think the, the research that I did was in five organizations in, in the UK, and I talked to employees and I surveyed employees, and I was asking them directly questions about satisfaction with opportunities for voice and also what happened in those settings and you know um, what one interview I remember and it stands out to this day was one employee saying to me that um, 
they had a bunch of uh, senior managers come around and talk to him on a fairly regular basis. But on one occasion, she was chatting to a senior manager, and she said, uh, she said to me, he was smiling, but not with his eyes. And that, that kind of feeling of um, sometimes managers going through the motions of listening uh, without really any authenticity, you know, it's just, just, just an exercise, a tick, tick box exercise. It's very transparent to employees. You know, they really know very quickly when someone is genuinely listening to what they have to say. And of course, um, the impact of that was straight away, she said to me, was it she just stopped talking really and withdrew. Now, that isn't, you know, I mean, that's a one off kind of anecdote, if you like. But, there, you know, if you look into the quantitative data, satisfaction with the way managers respond when we have these listening sessions is, is not very high. And the, the consequence of that, of course, is that, you know, you go through all the effort to organize some listening sessions. And if the actual experience for the employee is not a positive one, then actually that, that can disengage them. On the other hand, employees said to me without being prompted in any way at all, uh, that when they did have a good experience of being, you know, of, of talking and being listened to seriously and seeing things happen, um, that made them feel valued. So there's this feeling of, of being valued as an individual person that was a strong finding from my research. And that can be um, correlated to, uh, as I said earlier, organisation engagement. And also it can be correlated to what people will then do to make the organisation successful. So you can, you can correlate employee voice to uh, engagement and behaviour. Um, the, the evidence is there and it's not really disputed anymore. But it's actually more a case of how organisations um, put, put employee voice and listening processes in, into a systemic kind of way of being. It's not enough to just do the odd listening lunch or to do you know the odd uh, survey or, or, or so on you know there are many many different channels and they're, they're some of the things we'll talk about in the workshop but it's how the um, the listening experience is run and what happens as a result by the way employees don't expect um to sort of say something in a session and it to be um automatically uh enacted far from it all, all they want is to have uh, what they, they their, their view or their opinion or suggestion treated seriously in some kind of way they don't they're quite, you know, mature enough to, to realise that uh, just because they say something in a session, the senior management team is going to go away and do it. Uh, they understand that, but they, they just don't want to feel that they have a say in the organisation. Um, and it has been considered at some point. And the other learning really for us as um, communication practitioners is to, you know, look at the insights and the analysis. Um, that gives us a more strategic role instead of just being the people who send stuff out in organizations um, we become the people that um, actually can analyze and draw insights from what it is that you know, employees in particular in my case you know that's my interest in what, what employees are saying and if we are the facilitator of that process you know we have the ability to provide senior management teams with really useful data about things that are going on inside the organization this is where we get to you know, innovation, we get to um, new ideas coming together in an informal way. I'm not a big fan of, you know, overly managed su suggestion schemes. Employees don't really treat those with very much seriousness in my experience. But these sort of informal listening sessions where these little nuggets can come out from employees that can actually be really, really important um, 
learning points for, for senior managers that can um, you know, make them more successful uh, overall. So for us, it's, it's an opportunity to embrace um, the facilitation of these sort of listening events or, or, or services or uh, processes, own the process, do the analysis of the data, be the person that reports that to senior management teams, and be the, be the, be the uh, coach to senior management teams to ensure that they are you know, treating these things seriously, which we can then feed back to employees. Now, that's the challenge or the opportunity. The challenge, of course, is to, uh, to find the time to build all this in when we are, you know, I think, as I said earlier, overloaded with usually with re requests and demands to just um, get you know, briefings out or to um, create new um, stories or develop new stories for intranets or build new uh, internal social media platforms. Or you know, so it's, it's doing less of the day-to-day the -day stuff, making time to do some of this more, you know, actually I think more interesting um, and more strategic work. So what we'll do at the workshop is, is try to uh, kind of point out some of the ways and uh, some of the, the simple ways, really, you can actually put listening um, into, organi into organizational processes. Thank you for being on the podcast and, and taking the time to, to contribute today. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Alex. Cheers, Alex. Wonderful. Thank you very much for listening and tune in for next week's podcast. For now, take care, and uh, we will see you soon in Bahrain.